We do our best to look past the disaster that was last Saturday and look forward to this week's Iron Bowl matchup. Let's do that on this live edition of the Up Tempo Podcast. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. What's up, Auburn family? I hope everybody is having a good week, man. A good Thanksgiving week. Hope everybody's home for the week. Rested. I hope that none of y'all got to go back to work till Monday. Hope you enjoying time with your family, man. I'm your host, Dustin Smith, on this live edition of the Yup Tempo podcast. Going to try to look past Nick Saturday. As hard as that is, I'm still walking around in a daze, like Coach Hugh Freeze said, Blake. Um, but we got a big one this weekend, man, and we got to focus on that. How are you doing tonight, bud? I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm out of my days. Uh, it's over. It's done. There's nothing we can do about it. Uh, we got our ass kicked, simple and plain. Right. Uh, we got to move past it. We got to find a way to move past it. Uh, it's just, you know, look, it hurts. It stings. One thing I want to say is it happens, all right? I'm tired of like I'm tired of seeing everybody say, "Oh, it should it should never happen." Look, we avoided this for a long time. Auburn Auburn didn't have a loss like this not in my lifetime. I've watched App State go into the big house, man. I've watched all the all this stuff happen. Uh, Georgia State go into Neyland. All right, I, I've watched. All of this stuff happened, man. Jack State, throw a Hail Mary to beat FSU. It happens, man. It happens. And and I think one thing we gotta we gotta back up off the ledge real quick, Dustin. And we gotta look at Hugh Freeze is trying to build something. He come in in a terrible spot. And before the season, he told us we aren't good. We're not. We're not good, all right? We didn't want to listen, all right? We didn't want to listen. Then we got hot, all right? We got hot. We won three games in a row in the in, in the SEC. It was fun, and we got caught sleepwalking. It happens. I'm over it. I hope this fan base can get over it. Obviously, we haven't yet because today I get on social media and we're still talking about it which it'll get talked about for, for years to come, and yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, but one, one point I tried to make the other day is you show me one Alabama fan that gives a damn about losing to Louisiana Monroe now, all right? They don't care. They've won six national championships since then. You, you show me one LSU fan that cares about losing to Troy at night in Baton Rouge, all right? I don't know an LSU fan that cares because guess what? Two years later, they won a national championship. Had an LSU fan uh, comment after underneath one of my tweets, a picture of me at the game and said, how do you feel now? And I said, the way that y'all probably felt after Troy or maybe UAB. Yeah, man, it, it, it happens. And I know, I know it sucks to say, but like I said, we avoided that kind of loss for a long time. We had flirted with it multiple times. We had flirted with it, and we we kept avoiding it, and we finally got bit. And uh, I think that this Auburn team can can find a way. If you can find a way to flush this, like Jason Jones said on Locked On, if you can find a way to flush this loss because there's nothing else you can do about it, and you come out have a great week of practice. The preparation is key, man. Preparation is key this weekend. Do you want to get blown out? Hmm. Do you want to be competitive in the greatest rivalry in sports? That's that's the thing with me here. Are you going to come out flat again in front of your fans in your house, and are you going to let your big brother come in and mollywop you all around the yard for 60 minutes? Is that how it's really going to go Saturday? We got to find a way to flush it. We got to find a way to bounce back. And even if we don't win Saturday, go in and be competitive, man. Have a day. All right. Don't do not let your big brother come in here and, and just slap you around the freaking yard. Do not let Jalen Milrow come in here 
and 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 treat you like he has majority of the SEC this year. Like have have a backbone, man. Show 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 some damn heart this Saturday. That's what I want to see because we didn't show it last Saturday. We didn't show it last Saturday. So we got to have a bounce back performance. Uh, and and I think Coach Hugh Freeze, I think his message was a good message, Dustin. And and you know, like he said, everybody seemed like they were in a fog. It seemed weird. It it felt weird. Uh, but it's all about how you handle the losses. Can you bounce back? That's that's what we're waiting to see Saturday. Yeah, you 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 think about that. Um, talk about that UL Monroe game, and and like I said last time, uh, last episode, that might not be the case here. It might be the case. You know, I'm 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 more on the fence of we'll we'll see here. Yeah. Um, but when Alabama came into that Iron Bowl, and we weren't as as uh, it's not an apples and oranges. You know, it's not like a, the best comparison in the world because we weren't what they were. Uh, our team this year isn't what the Alabama team was that year, but Alabama still found a way to come into Jordan hair that's that year and put up a competitive fight. Brad Lester had to, had to uh, make a nice run there at the end to kind of close it out. So like you mm-hmm. said, man, uh, you got to put up a fight. You gotta, you gotta get up off the mat. I want to get here and get to some of these comments real quick. Say, Hey, to some of our members, uh, get to the super chat here from our guy, Thomas. Appreciate you, Thomas. Thomas with a five dollar super chat saying, "War damn fellas, war damn." Thomas was in there with me Saturday night. Uh, that was a rough one, brother. Love you, buddy. We appreciate you. And then to the point, man. Thomas says, uh, "Just because you don't, just because you get hit, don't mean you quit swinging." Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's um, I'm really interested to see that. You know, I'm not I'm not expecting a win this week. That's not what I'm looking for. I want to see how these boys respond. I want to yep. see how this coaching staff responds. I want to see these guys that some of these guys that have eligibility and are going to be on our team next year. How do you fight? Do you care that this is Jalen Simpson's last home game? Do you care that this is Marcus Harris's last home game? Will you put on for them? So I, I am interested to see that part. Let's see. You got uh, our guy Chris popping in with the War Eagle. What's up, Karen Parker? Appreciate you, Karen, popping in here, War Eagle, and Blake. You know, oh, our guy Tanner. Oh, I love Tanner. Tanner always with the bug. Auburn by 14. (laughs) Tanner said, flip that spread, baby. Flip that spread. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, All right. So, listen, Blake, I got an announcement to make. Rebecca Voodoo. Congratulations, Rebecca Voodoo. Come on down. Rebecca says, Freeze was desperately selected by the illiterate Auburn boosters. A colossal miscalculation. Again, it is pathetic. Rebecca also says, there is no spoiler. You must be smoking crack. Well, Rebecca, I'm not picking Auburn to win, but I'll tell you what I am picking. I'm picking you to be our first ever, first ever banned user. I'm not putting you in timeout right now. Bang, banned. Your comments are deleted. You will be no more on the Uptempo podcast. We appreciate your negativity. We appreciate you watching. I hope you don't choke on your turkey. All right, now I want to get to some of these clips, man, that our guy Hugh Freeze talked about this week on the uh, Monday Presser, Blake. Let's start with he was asked a question about all the guys. Are you worried about the guys being overamped too early? And the the question was framed in the standpoint of, hey, um, obviously disappointing loss. Your guys are going to come back to practice Monday if they have any kind of competitive juice, at least, ready to go. How do you make sure that they don't peak too early? And here was how uh, here's how he responded. Yeah, I hadn't given that a lot of thought because I'm so ticked off at, at the way we played. I think the biggest temptation you have right now is is trying to make sure you don't overdo the game plan um, and, and try to do too much because you know of you think you've got to do this, 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 and this, and this to have a chance to to win against you know one of the elite teams in the country, but. So I think you got to guard against that for sure. Um, I, I don't the the over amped up. I haven't sensed because uh, most everybody I've seen, it's like they're in a fog uh, from what happened Saturday, and we've got to snap out of that fast. And so I need to see a little amped up um, come practice today and tomorrow. Blake, we just talked about it. these boys. Better wake up. So and Hugh Freeze doesn't tell no lies, right? I mean, if he says that they're not that they're walking around in a fog, then I believe him. And um, this uh, this this will kind of lend into my my closing thoughts. But uh, fans, man, like you know, it, it's a we can be in a fog here because we just got smacked by New Mexico State. I'm still not sure what I sat there and watched Saturday, but you boys got to wake up. 
you know what I mean? It, it's time to go. Um, you're about to play the greatest rivalry in sports. And if you're a competitor, then that shouldn't – you don't need a pregame speech. There doesn't need to be – I don't think I don't think you need to designate Cadillac as the pregame speech guy. It shouldn't be – shouldn't have to say nothing. Shouldn't have to say nothing today or Wednesday. or I mean, you know what I mean? Like – this this is go time, man, and, and they should be more than embarrassed by what happened Saturday, and um, that that that's a game that'll always will always get clowned on for. Um, that's a game that'll live that'll go down in Auburn lore, you know, thirty one to ten as a twenty nine point favorite. But there's a way that you can there's a there's a hell of a way to respond, Blake. And there's you know how you can shut everybody up. You know, the people that the people that were just absolutely bashing the team and uh, and going after Hugh. And you come out this weekend and you beat in Alabama. I mean, it's, it's, they're, they're, they're chewing on their own crow, Dustin. Like they're, they're just eating crow, man. And I'm not worried about the team coming out overly amped because um, I look, they've played Georgia at Jordan-Hare Stadium this year. I thought they handled that well, so I'm not really worried about them coming out overly amped. Uh, but I do think they got to snap out of the fog, uh, and they got to snap quick. Uh, like I said, opening up the show, man, we lost. It's over. There's nothing we can do about it. We can't go back and change it. It happened. It's a part of history now. Guess what? Move on. You, it's, it's, it's a new day. And uh, the faster we do that and the faster – our fans, all of you out there, myself, Dustin, um, we have to look at the bigger picture, man. Even Saturday. Look, if we come out here Saturday and we get clocked, it's the bigger picture, all right? I want everybody right now who, who is watching live, Dustin included, I was looking at something today, and uh, it was some preseason stuff, and there was – a ton of analysts. I was going down CBS Sports. A ton of analysts had Auburn four and eight. Some analysts had Auburn losing to Cal. I saw one analyst have Auburn 0 and 8 in SEC play. Had us losing to Vanderbilt. And we're going to a bowl game. All right. I know losing to New Mexico State, it sucks. It does, and and in thirty-one to ten, we got we got smacked around and blown out. But we're going to a bowl game. We still get the bowl practices, all right. We still get we still got Hugh Freeze recruiting. We still look at the list of recruits that are going to be at the Iron Bowl this weekend. That's still happening. Cam Coleman was still on campus yesterday. What was his name? Uh, what's his name? Dalen Upshaw. Dalen Dillon, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it was he, he come with Cam. That kid's a class master of, too. Yeah, class of 2025, man. Like th- things are, things are, they're happening, and and that's why I, I like to stress that is, man, I could go t- down the list of of a hundred programs that losses like that happen, and and I, I tweeted out today. Look at drink at Mizzou, man. They were wanting to fire him last year. They were saying to get him out. Like, see you later. All right? We don't want you anymore. What happened at Auburn was inexcusable. There's no way you should have lost that game. And now look at them. They're about to go 10 and 2. They went they went toe to toe with Georgia. They're about they were Georgia's closest game this year. They've outshined Texas A&M since coming into the league. It takes time. It takes time, man. It does. Like I know our generation wants instant success because they look at Josh Heupel and then, oh, well, he won 10 games in year two at Tennessee. Uh, Kirby went to the Natty in year two at Georgia. Well, guess what? Kirby also lost to Vanderbilt his first year at Georgia, 17 to 16. It happens, man. It happens. Um, if we come back next year and we lose to Louisiana Monroe and New Mexico, then we can have a discussion. Um, but if we really in a top 10 class 
and you're competitive Saturday uh, and and you go win a bowl game and you finish over 500, I'm excited, Dustin. I, I'm excited where Auburn football is headed. We can erase that loss quickly, quickly. The schedule next year, come on, man. We, we can win games next year, Dustin. Yeah, on the on the point of getting up out the fog, I just don't know if this team can do it. I think they will, um, but it's really I don't have an opinion on it. I'm that I'm interested to see. I I, I want to see. Um, Hugh Freeze is in his first year as our coach, so I'm I'm interested to see how he can get the guys ready to roll. I'm interested to see, like I said, I'm interested to see these young guys. I want to see what uh, how this young core that's going to be here in the future. How do you guys respond? Jay Fair makes some plays type thing. I want I want to touch on what you said just a minute ago. Is how are guys that that we harped on, all right, like a Jalen Simpson, a Nehemiah Pritchett? How are they going to respond? How are you going to look at these young guys and say, "Hey, I'm a senior and I lost, all right, to New Mexico State, but now we got Alabama in this rivalry. How are we going to bounce back?" I want to see the seniors stand up, Dustin. For sure, yeah. I mean, they're uh, he also talked about in the press conference meeting with the leadership council. Um, so those guys are going to be huge in, in trying to get this team right. The next clip I'm going to play is is Hugh Freeze talking about defending Jaden Milrow. And if you look at how we defended against uh, LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, and boy, we made the kid from New Mexico State look like Johnny Menzel Saturday. So I do think that uh, there's obviously some concern. The fair question here, uh, him being asked about Milrow and obviously uh, Milrow over there at Alabama finding his stride. Yeah, it's, you know, we we did not fare well against uh, a, a kid similar to him down in LSU. And and now he's playing at a very high level with good receivers and good running backs. It's a, it's a very difficult task for sure. I don't know that you completely do that. Um, you got to hope that you do limit those explosive plays somewhat but uh stopping him is is no one's really done that so you've got to we've got to mix up the coverages mix up the plan figure out if we can get pressure to him or not do we need a spy i mean you've got all those things going through our heads right now and and how much can our kids handle and do really really well against all the different sets you might see blake my um we talk about getting up off the map. I know this Auburn defense is better than what they put on the field Saturday. I know that for 100% fact. I know that our secondary is better than that. I know, and I know this is going to get a lot of people upset and they, you can just kiss my ass. I know that Zion Puckett is better than that. I know that Nehemiah Pritchett is better than that. Everybody out there is better than getting pushed around by New Mexico State. I know they are. So... And this is a senior. This is a senior-led defense. Guys, Marcus Harris, Jalen Simpson, um, Eugene Asante. You've done your thing all year, big dog. Uh, we're gonna do next week. We'll do an award show, and uh, <laughs> just when it comes down to MVP of the season, it's kind of gonna be between Marcus and Eugene, right? Maybe Simp can get in there, but I, I feel like saying that those really are the two guys all year that are gonna get the most votes when we put the poll out. Um, and for me, it's a it's a tight race. I want to see how you know how, who performs how on Saturday. But Eugene, we need you, bro. Like this is the game. This is the game. You know, Hugh talked about the spy and and the different things they're going to try to do. Not uh, setting these guys up, putting them in the right position. Ron Roberts, I've I've sung his praises all season. Uh, let's not you know the the all out the all out blitz on third and goal from the eighteen. Maybe not necessary, you know, and I'm sure that I'm sure that if Ron sat down, he would explain to me why he did it and would have a good reason. And I, I trust Ron Roberts, but um, I don't think it was Ron Roberts best game Saturday. So, Ron Roberts, you got a big task. This Alabama coaching staff. And I'm going to give I'm going to give credit to where it's due. This offense at Alabama looked like a complete mess three to four weeks into the season. And they got in there and they figured it out. And they didn't make excuses about not having this guy here or that guy there. Now, partially, they've recruited their asses off for a decade. They don't, they, they don't have to worry about that. They have the guys. Um, but they never made any excuses about, well, Jalen can do this. He can't do that. We don't have this guy. They never mail it in. What do they do? They went back to the drawing board. They figured out what is going to work for Jalen Milrow. And it has progressively got better 
as the season's gone on. And that's why Nick Saban is the greatest coach that I've ever seen. And I hate it. And I think everybody listening to the podcast hate it. But if you have any kind of sense about yourself, you will admit that. And uh, so it's a really, really tall task. They're playing really well. I'm so impressed with the way that they have um, utilized Milrow, built the offense around his skill set. I'm envious of it because I watch it happen and I just – I feel like I haven't necessarily seen that at Auburn since Nick Marshall, a a quarterback, an offense be utilized. I mean, we won games with Nick Marshall where we would throw the ball five or six times. The offense was set up around his skill set. Uh, so it's just I, I gotta I gotta shout out Nick Saban, and I know that I know that it's really a Tommy Reese, right, the, the offensive coordinator over there. But still, it's just it's Bama being Bama, man. It's why that machine is that machine. It's why they're just so hard to beat. Uh, so from our standpoint, Jalen Simpson, you got to create a turnover. You're gonna have we need them when it comes to some of these. Uh, I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I feel like we missed at least five tackles in the backfield Saturday, and our defense is better than that. From from the from the coaching staff to the players this Saturday, um, we've all seen Auburn defenses that were tired, that were worn out, stand up one final time in this game in this stadium, and obviously that's what we need because that Bama defense is legit. It is no joke. And if they score, Blake, any more than 24 points, we're out the ball game. So for, for our defense, man, you got to come out the first play and set the freaking tone. If you lose this game, you lose this game. But if you're this Auburn defense, you cannot get pushed around in your stadium. Can't do it, Blake. Can't let it happen. Not again. Dustin, um, you know, Jalen Milrow is what worries me Saturday. I, I'm I'm worried about this Auburn defense and how they stop Jalen Milrow. He's 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 figured it out, man. Tommy Reese, like you said, they got in the lab and they figured it out. And uh, their offensive line has steadily gotten better. At the beginning of the year, Dustin, uh, they were having trouble at the tackles. Uh, USF was living in their backfield down there the week mm-hmm. after Texas, and we were like, "Hey, this is a problem." You know, this is a yeah. yeah, this is a problem. Like Alabama, they might go eight and four. You know, and now you look at them and they're like, hey, you know, we sold them short. They got the goat. All right, <laughs> they figured it out. They got in the lab. All right, they worked their asses off. It's so old. <laughs> that, that's that's what they do, right? And they started utilizing Jalen Milrose's legs, and now. The dude is, I mean, it's an electric offense. He's confident, Blake. He looks confident playing football. And his receivers have stepped up. The running game has continuously gotten a little better each week. Um, That is my thing, man. I think Jaden Daniels was a little too quick to to spy, and I just don't think we we had anybody that could really stay with him. Uh, I think Jalen – the thing, the thing that gets me with Milrow, man, is we just don't get enough pressure on the quarterback. Facts. We don't get enough pressure on the quarterback. Um, and once he's out the gate, man, I really and truly – I've heard people say, well, he's not as quick as Jaden Daniels. Man, it's pretty dang close. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty dang close. Like He's physical. He's kind of physical too. Yeah, and Milrow can move, man. Right. And that's what kind of scares me is like – are we going to be able to contain him or is he going to run all over us? And so, and then when you, when you start worrying about mill road, then he hits you with the deep ball. And so, yeah, uh, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's, when, it's a struggle, man. Cause when you go back to that 2019 iron bowl that we, um, I wasn't no 2017, excuse me, 2017, yeah. the 26 to 14 when Jalen hurts. Right. Yep. Um, kind of a similar situation, mobile quarterback. You had the defensive line to put the pressure to protect your back end. We just don't have the guys to put the pressure on the quarterback consistently to help our secondary out. And so was it, was it our secondary's best performance last week? No, it wasn't, but that's what our verse LSU. No, it wasn't, but that's what happens when a quarterback has time to move around and do it. And you can go back and listen to, to not just us, 
any Auburn podcast. The defensive line rushing the passer was a big concern coming into the season. And I think that uh, overall, Ron Roberts has done the best that he could creating pressure with Keontae, Kaufman doing, you know, Cam Riley. He's, he's done some things that I like with Cam Riley, Caleb. He's, he's, he's moved some pieces around um, to try to be creative and, and get pressure on the quarterback. But, you know, man, like outside of Keldrick, there's just not a lot of, not a lot of pass rushers and, Hell, Keldrick just keeps growing and growing every day, it seems like, and he just moves further and further into the inside. Uh, the kid's a beast. But so, you know, that's really – I like you, man. That's um, that's really the big concern is containing Jaden. And then um, I just think that that the tone early, setting the tone early. If Bama comes out and jumps on us, it might be trouble. But if we can come out and that de- – uh, I wouldn't mind, Blake, kicking the ball to them first if we won the toss. And letting them face the crowd, and letting that, and letting our defense come out and set the tone and get confident. Because I also think that um, the defense is the strength of this team, and I think that like the offense, the players on offense, and the offensive coaching staff know that as well. So it's demoralizing for the whole team when your defense isn't playing well. Because then you're like, oh man, if if our backbone isn't getting it done, then we're really in trouble. And I felt like that some of that was happening too last week, and the offense could put them in a position to start pressuring. So the quick start, man, if you could sack Milrow early, you know, obviously an interception or a sack fumble would be just massive. But uh, make them face that crowd, man. And if you're that defense, come out here like you're playing for the Iron Bowl, bro. Like come out here with your, with your hair on fire because you only get um, so many opportunities as, a, as an athlete to play in this game. So – and if you're lucky enough to be one of the athletes playing in this game, yeah, man, show up and play for something. If you're this Auburn defense, defending Jaden Milrow is a tall task. Uh, are you outmanned and outgunned personnel-wise? Yeah, but I'll tell you a nice way to offset that. Like our boy Thomas said, punch somebody in the damn mouth. And I wanted to play this clip right here, uh, Blake, from the press conference because I also thought this was interesting. Uh, Hugh just kind of asked about, any concern on his part of after what happened Saturday, the Auburn fan base showing up and then how important it is going to be for the Auburn fan base to show up this Saturday. Here's you. Well, you know, the Auburn, Auburn faithful are they, they, they're there. They have persevered through, through a lot of things and they show up and um, you know, I, I've already apologized a hundred times um, for the effort that uh, we did not give them Saturday. And uh, you know, this is not the first program in year one to to have some tough losses like this. And I could go down the list and mention some, but you probably know who they are better than I. Um, but we're in a rebuild. That's no excuse for what happened Saturday. But, um, man, we expect uh, to give you the, the best of ourselves come Saturday in the Iron Bowl. And so we appreciate all the times you give us your best and I know this Saturday will be no different for them. Yes sir Blake your thoughts. Oh yeah there we go there we go. Um man it's 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 just uh it's a tough pill to swallow and you know you see the you see the press conference and you see Hugh answering the questions and uh the fans look it, it was just one of those gloomy um not so fun days dustin uh, the stadium was empty i get it thanksgiving break and everything uh it was just it it was one of those days uh that you want to quickly forget um, but Hughes got to find a way to get his team ready. And like he said at the end of that clip, man, I want to give you my very best and we want to give you our best in this program. Um, Hugh, I, I said today, Hugh, he makes six million a year. All right. I had somebody say, hey, uh, he, sh- he should never lose to New Mexico State making six million a year. All right. Um, he's coached 11 games at Auburn, people. We got to relax. Like, like we're, we're seriously 
we're still paying coaches. We're still paying former coaches. Like what are we going to fire? We're going to fire somebody a year in. Like, and, and that's when I say like, I love everybody who watches this show, but when I say that we're a toxic fan base, sometimes that's what I mean. I don't care that Hugh Freeze makes $6 million a year. He come to Auburn in a shit situation. And I'm sorry that, you know, excuse my language, but it's, it's, uh, that's just what it is, man. This is what it is. I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of hearing it, you know? Um, he, he come in and he had to go straight to the portal and get like 19 guys rentals. All right. Rentals, because that's what the portal is. It's a rental service. And he had to try to make that shake. And he still got you to a bowl game. And we're out here bashing the program and Auburn football won't never be the same. And man, I'm telling you, we're going to be all right. And, and Saturday, whatever happens, if we get clapped by 30, guess what? He told us at the beginning of the season, we weren't good. And we had people get mad about that, but he was telling us the truth, man. Like we, we just, we, we got, we got Arkansas, Mississippi state and Vanderbilt. That's who we got. How bad are they? How bad is Arkansas, oh, boy? Jeez. Sam Pittman, bring them back for another round. Hey, big shout out to the Arkansas Athletic Director. Appreciate you, homie. We will love to take that W next year as well. Uh, thank you. Thank you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I got to shout Devin out real quick. Yeah, I got it. I got you. Yeah, she said right in front of the kid. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Um, I try to, you know, I try to watch what I say, but uh, nowadays – they're going to hear it in whatever school they go to. Um, and it, it's just, that's just part of it. But I try to keep it down. That's the reason I apologize. <laughs> Little Levi be all right. Little yeah. Levi be cool, baby. Look, um, on this clip, uh, like you said, he said uh, Auburn fans have endured a lot. And um, so as far as what, what we got to do Saturday, man, as far as what it's got to be Saturday, uh, I know the Auburn fans are going to bring it. I know that the Auburn crowd is going to bring it. I know that that atmosphere will be raucous as long as it can be. If it gets out of hand, then obviously that that is what it is. But um, as long as that game's close, Hugh has nothing to worry about. Uh, it you know Osama bin Laden could be the coach of Auburn. If Auburn's playing Alabama, Auburn fans are showing up for that Iron Bowl. That stadium's going to be nuts. So um, Hugh doesn't have nothing to worry about. And uh, I just want that atmosphere to look awesome. I want it to be competitive. That way, that recruiting list, which is probably the best visitor list Auburn's had at a game and maybe ever, but I feel comfortable saying in a very long time that we put on for them as a fan base and, uh, and show them that, hey, man, you know, you lose a close game here, and I think it's pretty easy to sell. Look, got to a bowl game. Uh, finish six and six. Don't want to lose that bowl game, Blake, and, and finish on a three-game losing streak. I don't care. I don't that that would that would suck. Uh, but the bowl game would be after signing day. Signing day being December twentieth. So, yeah, you would you have the opportunity to sell the atmosphere if you play them close and you play them competitive. Then you can sell. Hey, played Georgia close at home. Hey, played Bama close at home. You know, went on a little three-game winning streak. We figured some things out. Came home and we lost some games we shouldn't have lost as well. So, and that's something too on uh, for our, our guys. How many? You don't want to lose too many home games, you know. Like you, you've already lost, you've already lost some teams at home. Uh, so come out, man, and, and protect your stadium. And as far as Hugh talking about the fans there, yeah, Hugh, we've been through a lot. Um, it isn't new. You saw the clip going around social media this week of all the somebody put a, a clip of all the tragic Auburn losses and all the sports. Did you see that one? With the baseball and the like, first off, whoever did that, why, why did you make that? <laughs> why did you invent that and do that to us? I knew all those things. I've watched all those things. I was at some of those things. But goodness gracious, that uh, that was tough. But yeah, listen, uh, we're gonna show out, bro. We're gonna be there, Hugh. We'll be there. Um, we'll be loud regardless. So 
that part of the Auburn fan base, I have no, no concerns, no worries about. And like I said, man, big time list that uh, we want to get to. And then I got something I kind of want to close on that because we're going to get out of here pretty soon. We want you guys to hop over to the War Report channel. Check out our guy Ike Jones is doing the pregame for the basketball game coming up here at 7 a.m. versus uh, Alabama A&M. Uh, but before we do, I wanted to get some comments, and then I have some final thoughts that I wanted to get to. Our guy Charles saying, guys, I have confidence that Auburn will beat Alabama. I like that new picture, Charles. You're looking good, brother. And uh, listen, I like the optimism, man. I do. Uh, tell us why, though. See, Harbin says, I think we should get the ball first, in my opinion, if we score first and then the crowd takes over on Bama's first drive. It would be epic. Yeah, that would be sweet. You know, think back to the, um, what was it, 09, where they got us there on that last drive because Julio was just too much. If you can come out and, and run the, the the wide receiver reverse and the onside kick and punch him in the mouth early, hell yeah, dude, um, I'm all for that. I just think that the defense is the strength of our team and I would like to see us come out and get a stop. But, yeah, I mean, if we're going to get the ball first to come down and score, then I ain't going to argue with that, Harvin. Uh, Chris pops in and says, I hope Bama overlooks Auburn looking forward to the Georgia game. Chris, if Nick Saban wasn't their coach, then this was a possibility. But I can guarantee you that at Alabama, they ain't a whole lot of overlooking. Yep. It, it, he's done – listen, man, he's done built that thing into what it is. And I know it's Bama hate week, and I've, I've had to show him some love tonight, but – Man, I, I can't say that the grass ain't green when it's green. I can't tell you that the sky ain't blue when it's blue. Like, they ain't going to overlook us, bud. They're going to be fine. He's going to – I'm going to tell you what Nick Saban's going to do, Blake. He's going to convince them that the, everyone thinks they're the underdog. It's the damnedest – him and Kirby are masters at it. It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. They'll come out thinking the whole world's picking Auburn. They run a, they run a military-like uh, program over there. No overlooking. They're not overlooking anybody. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 22 Busy said, is it true that we only have one four-star on our roster? Maybe that's just receivers. No, we definitely have more than uh, one four-star, man. But um, there is uh, – that uh, that could be offensive line for sure. I don't know if there's any four-stars down there on the offensive line outside of Connor Lou. And a lot of people had him registered as a three-star because he's a center. Uh, so whatever with that crap. But, yeah, uh, no, we have plenty of uh, – we have plenty of blue chip. I wouldn't say plenty, but our blue chip ratio is not as bad as uh, some people would like you to think. The thing there is, is that there's positions where there's just like, like offensive defensive line where you win the game, line of scrimmage. There's just nothing. I mean, so yeah, I believe that it, I, I think I've seen this going around somewhere at 22. I think this is the offensive line. I do believe. Um, and I mean, that's, you got to recruit. You just got to recruit. And that's something that this program has neglected two coaches before you neglected the offensive line. So, you know, I had somebody today, um, I guess he was an Alabama fan, Coach Ringeldorf or whatever that dude's name is. Uh, he was like, so what are the expectations at Auburn? And in my opinion, Auburn should mirror what LSU does, all right, because we're not Alabama, all right, we're not. We should mirror what LSU does. Nine games a year, we should win nine games a year, and every couple of years we should be in the SEC title game. And we should, be, we should be competing for a national championship. I'm not saying win a national championship. Right. I'm saying we should be competing for a national championship. All right? We should mirror the success that LSU has. And I, I just have this guy, and he's like, Auburn's not that. Auburn, Auburn's just not that. No, we we are that. Can we be. can be that. We can once look a tough stretch there, yeah. Yeah, we, we once were that, right? Right. So we can get back to that, man. Um, I just, I'm, I'm like, he, 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 like, come on and was like, Gus, Gus was that. That's what he said. He was like, Gus was that. Mm. All right. He said, Gus, when you eight games a year, what more can you ask for? All right. Gus got fired because he started lacking in recruiting. Bingo. All right. Then he won nine games, and then the next year, I know it was COVID. All right. But he went six and four and stood up on a podium and said, Man, we had one hell of a year. Solid, he said. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're getting fired, bro. Like, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. And so, like, miss me with the Gus stuff, man. Like, we weren't competitive. All right. We, we, were, we, were, we were getting out the 20 point leads in Baton Rouge and blowing it. Mm. Like, come on. 
come on, man. We 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 had to have a change. We're gonna get there. Everybody will be all right. James pops in and says, "Up tempo, Doug uh, Blake and Dustin, my dudes. What's up, James? We love you, buddy." And then uh, Devin, I had you up here, Devin. Devin says, "Where you fellas currently watching from my bed? My son passed a stomach bug. Hopefully, it didn't last too much longer. Got to get right for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Devin, hope that you get good. I know that you got them babies, and I'm sure that they're counting on you to cook up something Thursday. You got to get right, Mama. You got to get right now." Let's see. Anybody else that I wanted to uh, get in here? No, no, no. All right, guys, get your final uh, your final thoughts and, and uh, comments in here. Harbin, to a point that you've been making lately, Blake says LSU was just hard garbage. Garbage people forget so quick. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. We'll see how it goes. Let's see. Ernest Vaughn says AU sells itself. Just come visit. Yeah, now I agree with this, but Harson showed us you gotta invite him. <laughs> you do gotta let them know what time the game is starting you do gotta pick up the phone and call them and get them there but yes Auburn does and when, when ryan williams is standing next to you you gotta right. talk to him <laughs> right, right, right. so uh last week blake we had a big big week um Big week in views, big week in subs. So I wanted to shout out uh, shout out all our new subs, man. Uh, a lot, a lot of people have uh, DM me and uh, been very, very uh, nice in the comments and saying this is their first time watching the show and uh, they like it and they subscribe. So we really appreciate it, guys. And I know that football is coming to an end, but it's really not because you've still got a bowl game that's going to be down at the end of December. And in between all that, you're going to have a ton of recruiting. You're going to have a ton of portal action going on. We're going to have a lot of guys leave. We're going to have a lot of guys come in. There's going to be football to talk about for the next two months, and then you're going to roll right into spring ball. So we still got football to talk about, and although we are going to do basketball, uh, I promise you we will be we will do baseball heavy. Um, we're going to put out football too, and there's going to be a lot of football to talk about. So uh, so for all you football nerds out there, man, I know it's coming to an end. My heart is – I'm like, I love Rivalry Week, but I dread Rivalry Week every year because I know what it means. Uh, Blake, I wanted to, to close out with this, and I wanted everybody to, to hear my tone here, okay? I don't want to be misquoted or misunderstood. Um, it's football. It's not that serious. If you disagree with me on a football take or if I disagree with you – and I saw you on the side of the road with a flat tire, I'd stop and help you. You know, I mean, it's all, it's, we're all human beings here, man. Um, with that being said, we had one of our new listeners reach out this week. Uh, and I don't want to butcher your name, brother. So I do apologize. It is uh, Isla, it's I L Y A Hindes, Hindels, H E N D Z Z E L. And uh, Isla reached out and said, D. McShod, and that's my Twitter tag, said, just listen to your pod the first time ever. And the first statement hit me. This was my first game this season, and I was walking around campus, and I kept telling my family, it looks dead. There isn't as many people as I thought it would be. It struck me as weird. So I quoted this correct, and I, and I said, I'm not saying it's the fans' fault at all that we lost Saturday, but the family as a whole probably overlooked New Mexico State, and I think it cost us. We all play a role. Uh, Jordan Hare was a library. Jordan Hare Stadium was a library Saturday. Don't think that that's controversial. I'm, I was pretty clear, Blake. I believe in saying that um, responsibility falls on Hugh Freeze. I even called out Zach Etheridge. You know, Cadillac. I said it falls on the whole staff. The point that I was making was simply: I've been to a lot of these games, right? I've been to the Sanfords. I've been to the Mercers. I've been to the Georgias. I've been to the LSUs. I've been to the Penn States. I've been to every level of game. Um, and I've been to a lot of them. And I've seen a lot of baseball games that were more hyped than that one. And I'm not saying that it needed to be. If Auburn plays New Mexico State in a gravel pit in Opelika somewhere, Auburn should win that game 10 times out of 10. And I know there were some people in our comments trying to make the case that New Mexico State was a better team and that Auburn would be the third or fourth best team in the Conference USA. I'm here to tell you, stop it. There's a reason why Auburn was 29-point favorites. Vegas misses sometimes. They ain't going to miss by 29, okay? Auburn pooped the bed Saturday, point blank, period. New Mexico State better than we thought? 100%. But you can't have your cake and eat it too, Blake. It can't be both ways. And the point I'm making is if – we, if there's three pre-snap penalties in the Iron Bowl this Saturday because of the crowd, well, then that's on the crowd, right, for being hype and helping out. 
So Justin Lee, who I ironically told everybody to kind of chill out arguing with on our last episode, um, he then quote tweets me saying what I what my response saying that I'm not saying it's the fans' fault we lost Saturday, but the whole family overlooked New Mexico State, and it cost us. We all play a role. Jordan-Hare Stadium was a library. Justin Lee, who works for, well, I think, uh, Opelika newspaper, he's a, some, you know, he's a beat writer for Auburn. He quote tweeted and said, nah, the students take 110 against Georgia on the chin and still show up. They show up huge for UMass and Sanford. They even gave Harson every benefit of the doubt. They're allowed to go home to their families and expect the team to carry some slack on their end against New Mexico State. Okay. Justin, I agree with you. And I uh, I politely responded to Justin that I agree with you, Justin, 100%. I'm not putting any blame on the field whatsoever on the fans. Nothing that happened Saturday the fans are responsible for at all. I do think it's funny that when I responded politely, that I didn't get a response. When I logically explain my position, I don't even get a response. I think it kind of tells you what the intentions there were. And um, so that's all well and good. If that's the game that you want to play, Justin, that's fine. I wish you a happy Thanksgiving, man. And um, I think you're smart, and I think you know what you were doing right there. I think that you were playing for the clicks. And to the people that were then got upset about that and started DMing me about it, saying I was blaming the fans, not the case. All I'm saying is, is we all play a role. And Teresa uh, made a, a very extensive comment as well on our last video. Teresa, our member, her daughter goes to Auburn. And she said that the student, her daughter was telling her all week, hey, the student juice is kind of lacking here. And that was the whole point that I was making. The whole point that was being made was simply, hey, I think that everybody got kind of high on the hog winning three games in a row. And it was a sleepy atmosphere. And it's not the reason that we lost the game. But I think it maybe if it was louder and more hype, that it could have helped. And that just without in that we all just kind of overlooked. And Blake, if the if the players live in Auburn, don't you think they can sense that throughout the week? And they've all said throughout the week, hey man, we just kind of overlooked. So um there's some clickbait stuff that goes out there on social media. And I just want everybody to know that uh I will be respectful when I respond to you, as long as you're respectful to me. Um all I can do is explain my position, and if people uh, if people want to play that kind of clickbait game and misquote me and, and do that whole deal, that's fine. But uh, just want to make my words clear. And the only reason I'm even addressing this, Blake, is because this is a beat writer. This is somebody who this is their job, and um, he kind of he kind of misquoted me a little bit. And, and, and oh, I wouldn't say misquoted, but definitely took what I said out of context and then, then, was, and then wasn't open to the discourse when I responded back, just kind of made it look like, eh, OK, because and then I clicked on his profile and went through it. And that's kind of what he does. He just kind of gets on there and stirs up a bunch of shit with people. And that's not the game that I want to play. And what I want everybody to do, man, is to lock in this week to ignore people like that. I only addressed it because he's a guy on the beat. And now I will block him on Twitter and I will keep it pushing. And what we all need to do is do our best, man. Let's make that tiger walk the biggest, thickest tiger walk that them boys have seen. So when they walk into that stadium, that they know what's up. And I'll end with this, Blake. It's not a beat writer's fault. It's not a fan's fault. But what we can do is we can all quit arguing. And every time Auburn loses, the discussion gets away from the field. It gets away from the people that are responsible. And everyone goes to their corners and starts all this kind of bickering and arguing. And it doesn't accomplish anything, man. It just doesn't. So um, we I, I, we have – there's a lot of people – a lot of y'all messaged me on social media yesterday. I couldn't even get back to all the messages. Uh, my guy Ace, thank you. Our guy PL, thank you for kind of going out there and, uh, and kind of standing up for me and that whole deal. Um I appreciate y'all to all our fans, all our subs. Uh, I really love y'all. I promise y'all that I'll get, I'll get back and DM with y'all just had to uh, kind of put the, put it down yesterday. Right. But um, going forward for me, social media wise, Blake, uh, I'm just not going to do it, brother. I'm just not going to do it. Y'all can call me soft for blocking people. Uh, if I'll try to have a discussion and if you don't want to have that discussion, then I'll block you and we'll keep it pushing because you turn on the news for five minutes. It's a negative-ass world. There's a lot of stuff going on in a lot of places that's really rough. And um, 
I don't think that Auburn losing a football game in the grand scheme of things, if you were in, I don't know, maybe Gaza right now, I don't think you really care. Right. So, and I think that uh, this Thanksgiving, it's the holidays. I think there are some families that are worried about how they're going to feed them, you know, feed their kids and, and what they're going to eat for Thanksgiving and how they're going to put presents under the tree. So um, let's all kind of take a step back. We're all human beings. It's all going to be okay. Auburn had been good at football in a long time, and they're not going to get good this year. So let's all just calm down. <laughs> all right, it's all going to be good. War Damn Eagle, I love all y'all, man. I really do. And to everybody that has uh, been really, really nice and reaching out and supporting, uh, I thank y'all, and I love y'all, and I will get back to y'all in the DMs as soon as I can. They're flooded right now. and trying to get back to y'all. But I really do appreciate everybody. Uh, Dustin, all I want to say, man, is uh, this Thanksgiving week, uh, spend time with your families, take pictures with your family. Um, if you are uh, in a beef or, or argument with a family member, uh, get out of that argument. Make things up um, because, uh, you know, you never know when your last day here on earth is, man. And, and I think uh, we get lost in that sometimes where, you know, we get we get caught up in life and uh, it's it's the holiday season, man. You know, uh, get with your family. Get right. Get right with your family. All right. Uh, enjoy the food. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the pro football. Um, you know, reminisce on some old football stories and, and you know, the kick six today, 10 year anniversary of the kick six. All right. Mm. Where were you when the kick six happened? Talk about it over the Thanksgiving break, man. Uh, you know, I appreciate each and every one of you Auburn fans, uh, the people who aren't Auburn fans. Uh, and you come in here and you talk, you're an Alabama fan. You come in here and talk with us and you keep it about football. Uh, right. And I, I love all y'all and, and we appreciate y'all. And War Damn Eagle from me, War Damn Eagle from Levi. Yeah. And, uh, I, I hope and pray that we can get a we can get a dub this Saturday. Yes, sir. Thomas, Thomas with the comment that I think that we will end on. He says, there go Davis. I see everybody telling us that y'all love us in the comments. We do appreciate y'all. Hey, Friday, man, when you're doing your Black Friday shopping, don't forget to tune into the Uptempo podcast, 10 a.m. It's our last prediction show of the year. And man, Blake, I think Levi might make a special appearance and he might. He yeah. might bug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gonna be booging. He's gonna be booging. Hey, rest in peace, Rod Bramblett, baby. The greatest call in college football history. Uh, the goat, man. Yes, sir. Love that dude. Miss that dude every single day. Uh, there will never be another liking. Uh, Andy Bertram, thank you for the job that you do and the role that you were put in uh, in filling those shoes, man. Um, everybody at Auburn University, I promise we will bounce back. Yes, sir. Hey, Ward Amigo, I hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving, man. We will see you guys Friday at 10 a.m. If you have not, hit that thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button. Tell somebody you love them. Tell a Bama fan you hate them. We'll see you all Friday. <laughs>